Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast, 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 people. What's up, Al, dude? Oh, hi there, Jerry. I did uh, some research today on various uh, topics. When? Before the show. Okay. Very cool. From four to five when I'm in here uh, prepping for the warm-up show. Okay. uh, A couple of things, sometimes things catch my mind. I got you. Catch my eye, Jerry. So I I do some research. For sure. Uh, I do have a penis story, a penis COVID story I I will get to. I uh, saw that Later on. Yes. Uh, But first, I keep hearing commercials and things for a vpn do you know what a vpn is? i don't know i've heard, yes i know let you know i've heard it you've heard as well i know what it is i have no idea right so i did so i was like what is a vpn i keep hearing, hearing vpn vpn i'll tell you how i got there <clears throat> it all came full circle so uh a guy again anytime i talk about the cable and cutting the cord and all this stuff you will always get somebody uh, some a guy reached out and he's like uh you you got to get this uh you know one of these cody that thing called Cody, which a lot of people have. It's like a way to get all free channels. Oh. Right? So the guy goes, it's not like cracking a fire stick. And he sing, he gives me a link to a website. And you go to the website and they crack the, well, they don't call it crack. They say it's not cracked. I don't know what the difference is. But it's, uh, you, you could get the Apple TV or the thing and it's like 350 bucks and it has, it's already configured for you to get Cody. Okay. So Cody is an app uh, to organize all of your your libraries. Okay. Okay. But there are third-party apps that are free that Cody doesn't. They're not Cody apps, but they're apps that can be used through Cody. Oh my God, I'm confused already. Where you get all the channels for free, which we know really is not legal. Right. But I'll always get these calls from people off the air or emails. It's totally legal. What's legal is to 
the Cody program is legal because you can organize all of your programs right. through it. Using the third-party apps that allow you copyrighted material for free, that's not, not legal. legal. Okay. So on there, people are saying, well, uh, if you use a VPN, they'll never be able to trace you. Is that where it scrambles your IP address? Correct. Okay. So it doesn't. It, uh, it gives a different I- IP address to where you really are. Okay. So that's how I got there with the VPN. Then, then I was seeing this different articles about what a VPNs do and that sort of thing. So uh, I was going around. I was like, ah, do I need a VPN? Like, uh, you know, is uh, the government spying on me, Jerry? <laughs> all right. That's what it is, right? It's all about that. Like, they right. know where you are. Then then Google knows where you are at all times. Yeah, and much. they give you ads based on where you are yes. and all stuff. And they're tracking you. And this is a way for you not to be tracked. Okay. I said, all right, well, let me look at these various VPNs. Then let me tell you, let me tell you, let me see if you think this is legal and ethical or not legal and ethical. All right. <clears throat> I or think legal and not ethical. Right. I think it's safe to say that if you download the Cody app and you put on these third party apps for it, extensions that allow you to stream HBO, yeah. movies in theaters, MLB, that for free, that that is illegal and unethical. I would agree. Okay. The other thing they tell me these VPNs do is it allows you to, so let's say you're here and you're in New Jersey, you could set it up so that your IP address is in San Francisco. Why? Like, what's the point of that? Oh, well, other than just trying to hide where you are, now you go on the MLB app that you pay for. And you can stream the Mets and no Yankees that. games. That I have no problem with. Right. That's what I think. If I'm paying for the app. You're paying for the app. I have no issue with that. But they're blocking you out because they don't want to. Uh... Which I've always thought is crap. Right. So I agree. That does not bother So me. that seems interesting. I don't feel like I'm stealing anything. Right. You're paying for it. You're right. There's just some ridiculous blackout rule. Right. To, to uh, kiss butt of the cable companies. Yeah. No, yeah, I have no issues with that yeah, part at all. That's what I so I was thinking about that. Like uh, people tell me that uh, they put in different things, and you get on the NFL app, you get different games. Oh, interesting. Depending on where you're right, because the Giants are just well, I don't know if they would be blacked out anyway, because you can watch it technically. No, no, like on the on uh, if you go on the NFL app during the season, yeah, you can watch your local game. You can, okay, yeah, but it knows you're in. I'm in New Jersey, so it gives me the Giants. And oh, Giants. I see. Or it gives me what's on. Channel 2 or Channel 5. So if the Cowboy Niner game is on locally Channel 2, I would get that. But if the Cowboys are playing the Jaguars and it's only on in Dallas and Jacksonville, you can get it. I can maybe put myself in Dallas. I see. And now you can see the game. This is what I'm understanding. That to me is still fine, too. I agree. I think that's okay. So I heard from people because I had asked people on Twitter, do you use one? Uh, Why do you use one? Right. And do you notice any slowdown of your internet? Because that's supposedly happens because it's going through another channel. So I did hear from various like WFA and listeners in other mm-hmm. countries, because you can't listen to the Odyssey app, say in Greece. Why? I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't have international streaming. Oh, I had no idea. But they set their VPN to the United States. They still can listen wow. to the Odyssey app. Well, that's crazy. They also say that uh, Netflix, while it's in, they have Netflix all over the world. There are different libraries sure. in different Based countries. Based where you are. And supposedly the United States has the best Netflix. Got it. So there are people in other countries 
that have Netflix but set their VPN for the United States, they get better. And options. they're paying for and it. They're paying for their thing. Yeah. So that's kind of it. Was somewhat interesting to uh, to to. So what did you decide? Are you getting this VPN? Uh, I I don't think I need it right now because I don't I don't need it for privacy issues. Right. I don't I don't feel like. But if I want to just use the MLB app next season, right? Yeah, I hear you. Something to look into for April or May yeah, or whenever the hell the season starts. That. Or like the NBA package. Yeah. Right? Where you get blacked out. Yeah, for sure. That's right. So well, I might check that out. For all the dozens of NBA games you're watching. <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that out loud. <laughs> so you can watch games on the NBA app. Holy crap. You know me, Jerry. I'm a voracious NBA fan. That's one of the funnier things I think you've ever said. Because <laughs> I said it seriously. You did say it seriously. It took me a moment to process it. <laughs> I'm going to pay for my service, Jerry, but I'm going to use the VPN so I don't get blocked out of watching Nets games. Holy crap. Hmm. That does seem a little... You know where else it works as VPN? You ever try to like buy airline tick, airplane tickets and it, it'll be one price? And then if you uh, go back to it a little bit later on, oh, it'll sure. be a different because they know you're looking again. This okay. is supposedly what happens. Oh, interesting. So the airline knows you're looking again, so now they're up in the price a little bit. Wow. And Where if, if you, you go different IP address, you get the lower price. Right, because it looks you like in. you're just you're just That's interesting. going now. Yeah. So I'm looking into this, Jerry. Kind of crappy, to be honest with yes. you. but. Now, here's the other thing. There are so many different companies that offer VPN. Now, and the VPN is legal. The VPN is legal, yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with your purchase. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do anything, but I'm looking into it yeah, I hear for you. that next NBA season, Jerry. I right. want to make sure that you can watch Timberwolves Hornets. <laughs> well, that I can watch. I just want to make sure I'm allowed. I'm able to watch my Knicks, Jerry, and not yeah. get blocked out. Name me five Knicks. R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. Evan Fournier. Okay. You're missing the biggest one. Uh, Dude. E- uh, <laughs> uh, Julius Randle. There you go. I need two more. Oh, man. Enos Cantor. <laughs> I didn't say former Knicks from five oh, years ago. <laughs> I can't name any others. You, you name some, and I'll tell you if I legitimately, I'll tell the truth whether I have heard of them. Kemba Walker. Yeah, definitely. Of course you have. What's wrong with you? No, that one I should have known. Mitchell Robinson. Questionable. No. Alec Burks. Definitely not. I have never heard Derek of Alec Rose. Burks. Derek Rose, definitely. All right. You're funny. <laughs> Taj Gibson. I have heard of him. Mm-hmm. I have heard of him. Can't wait for you to. Start marking your calendar for your Nick games you're going to be watching. <laughs> With my new VPN. Turn it on. Where's Carmelo? <laughs> God. Uh, be wearing my Lynn Sanity t-shirt. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. Then, I, um, you know, uh, Gio had some some sort of anxiety uh, breakdown today. But it was interesting in that he had some CBD oil, which he took and uh, put under his tongue, and he says it does help him. Nice. And uh, it calmed them down. So, I all you ever hear is what's how CBD oil cures everything. Right. But there's so many kinds. I don't know what's fugazi or not. Right. So I came in. I said to him, "I go, can I see the bottle that you use? Because I might be interested in trying it, but I want one that I know works, and this clearly works for you." Right. 
So he showed me the bottle. I took a picture. It was the brand is called Char- uh, Charlotte's Web. Okay. And uh, uh, he goes, oh, it's expensive though. It's like a hundred dollars for a for bottle. That, that tiny little bottle. Yeah. What the hell is it? He said the naked sister-in-law gave it to him. Oh, okay. Uh, so he and she's into those sorts of products. She probably smokes weed too. Right. Hey, good weed. for her. Hey, good for you. So I didn't look out, into it. Hanging out naked, smoking weed. So I might be getting CBD oil as well. You're gonna be naked and smoke weed too while you watch your Nick games. Craig's giving us the wrap it up sign. <laughs> he must have an interview for Saturday. Oh, that's usually eleven o'clock though. Or a Wag Wednesday interview. It could be that. I could, suppose could be a setup for that. It's certainly possible. How about we get? Uh, maybe he'll come in here. He's on his way. Okay. It doesn't take let's him long. T- let's break down Wag Wednesday. Yo. Is this microphone will be on? Okay. What's up, dude? Eddie's coming in to double check. But what's going on, fellas? Can we? Can I ask you something about you Wag Wednesday? Wag Wednesday, yeah. Why don't we pick women that we've heard of, or the or their <laughs> yeah, husbands? No, I agree. I agree. Like you had former Yankee Wag from Ryan Dahl. Dude, I never heard of Ryan Dahl. <laughs> None of us. Me neither. No. Like Aaron Judge has a girlfriend. Tommy should get uh, uh, her on. Listen, are you available to do afternoons? <laughs> I, I would see, know how to get those women either. They're slow steps. The fact that he's gotten one every Wednesday he has. five straight weeks. He has. You had a good one. You had the Ranger, the yeah, former the, Ranger well, guy. The Playboy Playmate made news. Right. You know the one. Uh, she uh, almost died in the shower. Well, not just that. And she said that Holly Madison was full of crap. Oh, okay. With uh, her allegations against Hugh Hefner. Yes. And I told him, I go, there's so many. These women all want attention. So give them the attention they crave. But go get someone where I've heard of either her right. or the husband. That would right. help. Yeah. Don't give me a guy who's in the minors playing for the Rough Riders <laughs> in Mon- Montana that no one gives a rat's ass about. Now, is he proud of himself when he's like, I got one for you? Yeah. yeah. Like, And now he doesn't do anything else. Like, like he, he feels puts his like, feet up, I've done this. I produced for you. I got you a good-looking girl to come on the air. I'm and like, no one. Like, so part of me thinks, like, you do the one we did yesterday. Solely because guys like hearing a girl on the radio. I always believe that. And that will then lead to other people of more notoriety being willing to do it. Oh, you've talked to these 12 women? They all had a good experience? Of course I'll do it. Yeah. All right. No? Now, let That's me ask you this. If not, he's fired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or just get you a soda. <laughs> I've looked at the uh, Twitter response to it, and they yeah. people seem to not like it. It's 90% negative. And I feel like... <laughs> I feel like at this point <laughs> that even if you it's thought it, even if you thought it was a bad idea, you're digging your heels in and you're going to keep doing it. Oh, now, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you read me right, <laughs> yeah, because it's so comical to me that like we had a Playboy Playmate on who is gorgeous, right? And you're telling me that our male-dominated audience didn't like that. Like, go F yourself. But what about the so idea the, you can't see her? No, we had her on Zoom. We put yeah. up the videos. I actually didn't see the one from yesterday. Okay, so yet. I would say this. For 30 years, we grew up listening to Howard Stern <laughs> without any ability to see the women he was talking to. True. All of a sudden, men have changed. Yes. Men no longer <laughs> want to hear sexy women on the radio People want talk to about banging naked. athletes. That's right. Yeah, I'll go with the I'm right, they're wrong. Okay. Now, in a month, I'll get ratings. And I'll be proven to be right or wrong, but the more they complain, the more I'm going to do it. I might start doing it on Thursdays and Fridays. Thursday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Every, all three days. Yeah. Wags. Just out of principle. Wag yeah. co-host. Evan, yeah. excuse yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> do you think Evan enjoys the wags? Like he... Uh, yeah. 
like he's talking to girls. I, mean, I think he'd rather talk about the whip of a relief pitcher yeah. I've never heard of. But uh, yeah, yeah, he likes he likes to talk a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's no non-talking with him. Now, <laughs> now there were like, there take were, a breath. It's okay. There were so, there were multiple people who told me that um, they saw the video when you had the woman who had slept with Antonio Brown on. Yeah, and you yeah. had put up the video of it. That they said that they could visually see you every time Evan went to talk, cringe, <laughs> and sometimes put your hand up where you didn't want him ah. speaking. <laughs> Those interviews <laughs> are not like his wheelhouse. You yeah. think? I think they're my wheelhouse. Right. So I would. I did not cringe, mm. but there were a couple times when I may have held up a finger, <laughs> yeah, yeah. saying, "Let this. Let me play this out organically, and then do whatever you want." By a couple, but, you mean nine? <laughs> Ten or eleven? Maybe. Has he ever given you the hold up when he's doing a hardcore sports? Yeah, interview? with Luis Roas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they uh, I don't know. They put the shift on one day, <laughs> and he had to ask nine questions about it. So I, yeah, listen. I let him. Like when we used to have Rojas on, to me, that was like a break. <laughs> that was crazy. I introduced him. I would ask some kind of whatever, you know, you know introductory question. And then I kick my feet up, and when he's done, let me know. And I would find Evan to be mean to him. Yeah, he was. He was, right? Yeah, that they, felt the Mets were upset that's, about it once, too. That's fan Evan. The Mets though. were upset about it. They were. There was one particular day, I forget the play because who cares, where Evan was like grilling him. And Evan sometimes gets in these, not it's not a rut, that's not the right word, but like these like tunnel vision where he, he, it's like when I have a Tourette's tick and it doesn't stop until it's ready to stop. That's how Evan does sometimes. And he won't listen to anything. And he just go, 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 go until he gets it out of his system. So he like, I loved it. He went after Roas for something Roas did and they were not happy. No, it was the, the it was probably the one that made me uh, cringe the most. I forget what he said, but it was in his intro to him. He was mocking him. Yeah, he very said something about batting practice pitching, like because yeah, uh, yeah. Rojas used to always pitch batting yeah, practice maybe. to the guys. It was that. You know the best thing about that, which I did not know until the last week of the season, Rojas didn't get paid for it. You're kidding me. Nope. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And he put up with that. Crap and I'm every saying week. to myself, why is he doing it? Right. You know, Aaron Boone gets paid for it. Historically, all they yeah, all get paid yeah. for it. He didn't get paid. You know why? Because probably didn't know any better. <laughs> right. I probably shouldn't say that, but well, let's out now. Well, I mean, who listens to this? Well, four thousand people. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Same four thousand people th- every probably week? a day, nice. not every a day week. daily. That's great. So we're you guys are as big as Call Me Daddy. We're getting Definitely. There. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh-huh. The call. What podcast are you listening to these days? I've not. I've taken a break from podcasts because I, I now I watch TikTok videos as I'm driving home. Well, um, safe. <laughs> no, I was I was into um, Heist was a Netflix show. Yeah, where there are like four different stories. Not this, I know there's a TV show Heist, but this was like a Netflix a documentary on these like crazy heists. Um, I listened to that. And I was into, like, the true crime stuff for a while. So what do you listen to on your way to and from work? Well, I tried to listen to you guys today, but I had to turn that off. What happened? I, I don't want to get into it. Um, uh, no, I listen to you guys. Coming in, I listen to you guys. And going home, I listen to... Uh, McMonagle. What happened? McMonagle. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm done. Okay. Like, 6.30, I'm done. It's enough sports. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'll... 
listen to something. I don't know. Who do you think is the next up and coming sports talk host here at the radio station? What do you mean by that? Like, who would you slot in to a? Who's the next guy? Such a bad guy. Who would you slot into the next opening if there were one? And right now we're set. We got. Well, I mean, they just hired Keith McPherson, so you got to give them a. Sal, you gotta give Keith a chance to learn how to do it, right? Like he's never done it, so and that's, you know, so you gotta give him a chance to learn how to do it, figure Absolutely. out what works for him, you know. So the answer is nobody. No, I'm saying anybody. I wasn't asking to uh, take someone off and put someone in. Who have you heard part time guys like? that uh, you like? The next I guy. Would, I, what I would do is on the weekends there are three guys here that I would put on the air together. And listen to them either watch games together, right? Or just have them do like a round table because uh, I think they're pretty unique. All right. And alone, I'd get sick of it. But there's three or four guys here. I think if you put them on almost like the sports junkies in Washington, like a group show, I which I think would be hysterical. And Sean Marash. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've only heard him after Giant Games, and he's... Screaming. He's like a thinner version of uh, Chris Carlin, thinner but not version? by much. <laughs> not by much. Um, <laughs> I mean, not by much, like a pound. Not you, right? <laughs> pound, both maybe heavier, two pounds. Both heavier guys. Two pounds. I think he farted. Now he's a little pound lighter. Um, Sean Marash, Pete Hoffman, um, CP the franchise. Who's that? He's a, like a Nick guy. He's like the Nick version of Keith McPherson's Yankee. Okay. Fandom. He works here part time. No, no, I think he's a, a John Boy guy. Oh, okay, but CP like he's franchise. a Nick guy. Nick's right. thing. I don't know. I would, I would do like a group. Take like three, or four of the younger guys here. Put them on there together. It'd either be noise that everyone turns off, <laughs> or it could be really interesting. I don't know. Or you know, put my son on. Whatever. I'm tired of working. Do you think it's weird <laughs> that Evan does a weekend show in addition to afternoon drive program? Yeah, I do. I think yeah, it's I stupid. I thought that was weird. Well, any of these hosts, like Mike and Doggy. Well, Mike and Doggy, because right. so they both thought that they were better than the other one and that they were individually responsible for the show's success. Well, but it was two different things, though. Mike only did football during football season on right. Sunday. Chris wanted to do his yeah. own thing on Saturday. So, you know, we were talking about the other day, who are the greatest weekend talents of all time at WFAN? And here's what the list came back to me. Okay. Is. Number one, Russo. Number two, Evan. Number three, Richard Neer. Yeah. Yeah. That can't be true. Yeah. Richard Neer's been doing that show for 25 years. Well, you know. He has been. I know. I know. I enjoy it. Al, your thoughts on that? Um, He a, does a different Yes. It's a very talk. calming show into your weekend. Yeah. I was, I was talking to Spike the other day. We were having coffee. He was actually at work? Well, we were down the street having oh, coffee. God. We had some coffee. Oh, that means you were talking about people in the building. I like it. And I said, uh, I feel like sports talk radio needs a uh, a new, you know, like how when Rome came on the scene before yeah. he started having guests every segment, or when Pharrell first came on. Sure. Like we don't have a, a we don't have, we need yeah, something because, like that. Because different. consolidation took away a lot of those smaller market jobs. Right. So like. When I was working in Buffalo for twelve grand a year, figuring it out, or Cleveland for thirty grand, whatever it was, those jobs don't exist. Those kids don't exist. There's no fear that some twenty-five-year-old, you know, 
awesome talents coming up to take your job. You also those guys don't exist. You also were not allowed to do it here for the last twenty years. What do you mean? Mark and Spitz and Chernoff did yeah, but not the want problem, you don't have to do it here. So no, 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 that's no, no, what makes that like if I'm this is all I hear though. I yeah, don't know what's all, going on but in Cleveland. See, I, I hate that. There are what 20 kids out there <laughs> that well, I mean, could what be. What do you hate? I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> hate what? You don't have to work at WFAN. Who said but anything about having kids, to work here? I said, these, all I hear. Listen, <laughs> this, this one listen of my I'm not Evan, so zip your effing lip. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, you want to be a sports talk show host. Yeah. Oh, I know more sports than Carton does, or you know, I'm better than whatever it is, right? Great. Go get a job. You just said those jobs don't exist. No, no. You just said that. The $12,000 year job in Buffalo doesn't exist. But if you're willing to go to Detroit or Cleveland or Oklahoma City and be the midday guy there, sure. you, the, there are some jobs that exist. Yeah. Right, but I'm going to come back to what Al's talking God. about because all he hears well, is I this radio. Well, oh, I got to work the fan. I belong on the fan. Shut the F up. Well, he I got to work the fan. All he listens to is this radio station. Yeah, well, why? And for the last yeah. 20 years, if you came in doing some sort of different type of unique show, they would tell you, uh, excuse me, monologue, guest, callers. I don't agree with that because look I what we did. say to agree... He's uh, saying that when Mark you Chernoff, came in came with in a Mark resume with Boomer, you were in Morning Drive. Different. Anybody coming up that maybe worked somewhere else or was given an opportunity, like when they they had tryouts. Remember Adam the Bull? Yeah. And they had all these different tryouts, and they yeah. were putting them on. It was monologue, guest calls, monologue, yeah. guest calls. That's what they wanted. They didn't have the freedom to do what you did. That's a fact. I disagree with that. You can disagree with whatever th- you want. I think it's laziness on the host part. I've always felt that way. Good. You're wrong. Like, I came in here, I did what I do. Because nobody had, stopped me. Because you were paid to do a different show okay. in that time slot. You can't argue that fact. As opposed to the 26-year-old that's given an opportunity to fill in for Beningo on the overnight. No, that's fine. I'll give you that. I'll agree with that. They Just wanted to hear the fan show. Yeah, well, listen, I think it's that's dead. It might be. You know, I, don't I, know. I agree with that. I go, you... Go find a guy who's got some personality and the outside-the-box thinking, who's Although, not afraid you know, of The other radio you know, being station criticized. does not do badly in the ratings. Say again? The other radio station doesn't do terribly in the ratings. You know, Keyshawn and whoever they are, they don't do horribly for a national show. No, no. And but, they, you know, like you they brought do up, straight sports. It's funny, you brought up Rome. So, like, I think of Pat McAfee, who I actually like right. a lot, right? You know, it's interesting that here are two of the biggest names in sports – Radio, right? Who've never once had to get ratings anywhere. Jim Rome's never had a highly rated show in any market he's ever been in. And so good for him to have the success he's had. And that's always been a bugaboo of mine that, you know, morning drive, New York City, you're competing against the great, you know, local talents in in the world, really. Can you do it? Can you, you know, can you be successful? And I'm always fascinated by shows that become quote unquote successful or well thought of who've never once in their lives had to carry a radio station or be highly rated. Well, Rush Limbaugh worked middays. Rush Limbaugh never had ratings. Oh, yeah, he did have ratings. I'm not saying he did or he didn't, but it was middays. Right. I agree. I agree. Like, do morning drive in New York City for 10 years and be number one and get back to me. Well, I don't know how those midday shows like Rush Limbaugh and Jim Rome, how they paid so well based on being on in middays. Well, because they were on 500 stations. I remember Mel Karmas on one saying he gave Rush Limbaugh at one point it was like a $10 million a year deal, you know. And he said, I would have paid him triple that because the way he monetized it was he's on 500 stations. It's 20 grand a station. I make that money back easy. 
But, yo, Limbaugh had ratings in some markets, to be fair. But most of those guys didn't. Right. Like, Pat McAfee does a two-hour show. He averages about 35,000, 40,000 live viewers. If we had 40,000 viewers or listeners, we're out of business. You can't do that, right? Right, but then he'll, but he'll then cut up some of those segments the and get video a million. Plays, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, which is why I understand why we don't do that. And that's always, and they're always interviews. Yeah, correct, right? So, listen, we're all blessed to do what we do. Right? Agreed. N- none of us are really working for a living compared to the average person. Agreed. But yo, know, if I had forty thousand viewers and I can make twenty million bucks a year, you know, sign me up. Where do I get that gig? Oh, I guess if I didn't have a gambling problem, I'd have it. <laughs> right, you would have had that. Damn it. <laughs> That's a very How was your show this morning? Yes. Uh, the warm-up program? Oh, yes. it was awesome. Always it was terrific. Good. Yeah, yeah it's always Jerry terrific. And I love, yeah, it's only an hour. Yeah. That's all shows should be an hour. So two quick. hours. I think two hours. Two hours. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Two hours would be good. Anything more than two hours is too Waste much. Waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> I like three. I think four is way too long. <laughs> I was doing five. In Jersey, I did five. I did two to I seven. I thought you were supposed to be on the, to seven here. What happened to that? They were doing that um, some gambling show at 6.30. Oh, okay. That they had a contract they had to do. Oh, all right. And I think, uh, I don't know if it's coming back or not. It has not been on the air for the last month. Right, that's why McMonagall. But the only reason we ended at 6.30 was they had that gambling show. Got it. I feel what it's called. Uh, you lose know your it, money or something. It is good for Mac, though. Make a little extra money. Do the 30-minute show. Do you worry that McMonagall's prepping for his show while your show's going on? No, I worry that he's a terrible board op. He's not, though. He's horrendous. Okay. All right. He is. I love him. Like, he's safe. As long as I'm here, he'll be the guy. <laughs> but board opping is not that man's strength. I like when he chi- I like, do like when he chimes in. Me, too. He's good. Yeah, he has open mic policy with us. And Tommy's, Tommy's got not a closed allowed to mic talk. policy. Yeah, because he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to tell him that you advise me that he's got to get better wags on. Yeah, we need better wags. Well, I think everybody thinks that. Yeah. Who's everyone? The the two of us. (laughs) Me, Jerry, and the internet. Yeah. Yeah. How come you guys aren't uh, on this? I heard that Boom and uh, Gio have a day long uh, play day today. Yeah. I guess. uh, No, thank God. I I, I don't like What are they doing that you guys aren't included in? I don't know. They kept it a secret? No. No. Are they? No. No. You guys are keeping it a secret? It's uh, with uh, uh, the tequila fella. Oh, got it. Having lunch. Oh, they're having lunch. And I had like, to leave like immediately. I mean, I wasn't invited, but I'm happy I wasn't invited. Yeah. Because if I was invited, I would have to try to get out of You'd it. You'd be miserable. I'd be right. so miserable. And then if you had a couple of drinks, how am I getting home? How am I getting home? Right. Dog. Yes. Yeah. Stuff. And like I think I'm going to the next situation. Right. So yeah? I, need, I need to get home to get back. What do you mean you think? Like, how do you not know that? Well, I was invited. I just haven't. Evan? Committed yet. No. Good seats? Uh, they're either suite or floor seats. I'm By not the way, sure did I, I, I heard a little bit coming in. Did you say that the Iowa Rutgers score last night? It was 48-46. Correct. Oh, geez. I thought you said 27-24. At halftime. <laughs> At halftime. That's <laughs> crazy. It. That's college basketball. They mucked it up. Wow. Yeah, it was because was really Iowa, halftime score? Iowa wow. is the third highest scoring team in the country at almost 90 points a game. Wow. So the goal was lock down the kid Keegan Murray, who's the leading scorer in the country. And then don't let Bohannon beat you from three. They I don't know who those, those people are, but uh, you wow. know Jordan Bohannon. He's been around for five years. Okay, Ed Bohannon son. Anyhow, yeah, let's go with that. Um, <laughs> so they they clamped down on those two, and the others couldn't beat them. So they really mucked wow. it up. So it the good. final score was in the 40s? 48, 46, Yeah. Wow. And Rutgers won. Five Wait, and two in the conference. Would you feel awkward gambling on Rutgers? I would never gamble. You on would Rutgers. not. No, absolutely you not. No. Nope. No. Nope, I wonder nope. if you're even allowed to. Uh, no, I'm not. 
Yeah, it's probably I, I don't right? even read commercials about college sports betting. I don't want to even. No, go I would imagine it's in your contract that you're not allowed to. It is. Oh yeah, it is. 100%. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. No, I didn't I would, know you I could bet college. Uh, What's that? I didn't think you could even. You bet. can't bet New Jersey colleges. Right, New Jersey college. You can't. But well, I wouldn't in touch New, it. Now that's legal in New York, you can. I guess technically you yeah. could. I am not touching that. No, no, you shouldn't. I nor should you be allowed to, because in theory you could have inside information. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I would have a real problem with that. Yep. Yeah. Although it never stopped Brent Musburger from doing it. I suppose. He used to have like 10 Gs on every game he broadcast. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's why if you, if you not that you have time to do this, but if you ever went back to like so, a lot of the college games he did, yeah. like in the last five minutes. The comments he would you make. You could tell, yeah. yo, they're up 30. Why are you pissed that they're punting? Like, <laughs> like when Mike would come on and open with the Hornets and Timberwolves yeah. and be pissed yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Money on it. That's yeah. true. Makes sense. Yeah, he and Dog once had a big fight because Dog claimed that Mike shorted him uh, on a payoff on a wager. I got news. Some of those stories are legendary. And I so know you're aware not, of those, right? Oh, very aware of a lot yeah. of them. They're not public, but yeah. Yeah, well, they are now. Well, I didn't say anything. Well, I mean, I just did. I know a lot more than that. <laughs> oh, yeah? Let's go. <laughs> no, there's 4,000 be- people listening to this, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we have upwards of 4,000 people that have this. Upwards of upwards. 4, upwards. I think the number's 3850, to be actual. <laughs> <laughs> Do not promote that I was on, please. Do just, not promote. No, let's just pretend I wasn't. Well, I, we got to put it on the in the description so that that way, if anyone searches your name, it comes up. That's right. Yeah. So I guess here's what we've learned here today: Wag Wednesday is going to continue. You're digging your of, heels in. I'm digging my heels in. And you're gonna yeah. wait till you get some uh, women that are known or the men their wags yeah. of. Known. Like I think, like you brought up Aaron Judge. Yeah. Like you'd want to hear from his wife. Definitely I, not because yes. she's interesting, but it's Aaron Judge. Right. One of the culpos. After watching oh, in Cabo this week. See, that's what I keep telling this kid. Especially the local jet culpo. Yeah. Uh, uh, Braxton, Braxton Barris. Barris. Yeah. You know, there's actually another sister. Oh, no A kidding. third culpo? What football player is she dating? Well, she was not blessed with the same... Oh, that's not good. ...you know, figure and looks of the other two. But mm. they kind of keep her around. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Drive the boat, you know, make lunch. Okay. Like, I feel bad for her. I really do. Like, you right. have two sisters who essentially are, you know, kind of like supermodels, and you're not. Like, that's a tough spot. Like a Cooper Manning deal? Yeah, but Cooper Manning's now made this great career for himself. Well, maybe she and will. Right. She's laying back trying yes. to figure out how she's going to yeah. She's probably very in. young. She's got time. Nah, that's a tough spot. I would not want to be the ugly girl in a physicist or something. Like if, right. you're the, if, like, if you're the ugly Hadid, you know, and you've got Bella and Gigi... And, like, you were, you know. You're the third Hadid. Yeah, oh, big the girls. Yeah, the Hadids, uh, Jerry. Who are the Hadids? Bella, Bella and Gigi Hadid. They're famous. Uh, famous models. Yeah. Yeah, famous models. 90 Day Fiance people. No. no, no, no. These no, are, these are real, like. Speaking of, did you see the Jenna Jameson story? Yeah. Like, she's, like, near death. I don't know about that. What are you talking She's She's losing weight at a rapid rate. Yeah. She can't stand up without collapsing. Oh. And they have no idea what's wrong with her. Doesn't sound Seven so good. It just flew through my mind, but not serious. That's hopefully she's well. Yeah, not well. I haven't seen like that. It. Is she married to Tito Ortiz? I I, I think no. They were, she's but... married to some Greek rich guy. Oh, it's not the MMA guy anymore. No, no, it's not. I forget who it is. I didn't recognize. Do you have any interest in? It's not happening. It was a BS story. But would you have paid seventy bucks to watch Mike Tyson fight Jake Paul? Probably. No. You would have. I'm, I'd be interested. That'd be the like the one fight maybe yeah. you would have said yes to. Conor McGregor, Jake Paul, no. any interest? No. Because you know Mike Tyson? Yeah. Yeah. 
I and mean, he's older. No, no. And I'd like him to teach that guy, like, teach him a lesson. Yeah, teach him a lesson. <laughs> Shut him up. An old I'd, man. Lesson. I'd watch highlights. I would not pay. Yeah, that's true. I would There's watch. No that. Yeah, Jake Paul is the highest paid athlete under twenty five years old this past year. Made over forty million dollars. And he's pretty good at boxing. No, he's not. What? That's why he doesn't fight boxers. Didn't he he's fight, not. fight Floyd Mayweather? No, his brother sparred with Floyd Mayweather, and Mayweather was just, oh yeah, that you know, was right? But Jake Paul, he's better than me and you. Yeah. But he yeah, can't, I don't want to fight. The reason he's not fighting boxers is that he get his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he's a very smart man. To make yeah, he's not stupid. He's smart. And then, last thing for me, his brother bought a sealed box of Pokemon cards. I saw for three point five million dollars. Supposed to have eleven of whatever the go-to card is in it, which alone would make the box worth ten times as much. So they have like one of those legitimate uh, rating companies. Yes. And they've all they videotape all of it. It all looks good. The the markings on the box look right. Ba ba boom, ba ba boom. Let's open it up. This is going to be the holy grail of card collectibles, which I'm not into. But okay, I, I get it. They open up the box. Like wow, something seems a little off. The coloring isn't right. But you know, it's been in the box for a long time. The guy that sold it to to Logan Paul bought it himself for two point seven million dollars. From some random guy on eBay who had no sales history, <laughs> changed the story five times of how he acquired the box, and he bought it anyway. So Paul gives him $3.5 million for it. They open it up. They think they're being duped. They open up one of the packages where these pristine cards are. And they were old G.I. Joe cards. <laughs> <laughs> so that was not worth $3 million. No, it's worth nothing. That's funny. Yeah. Three point five well, million. His brother needs to go have more fights. He'll some? be fine. Yeah. By the way, I need a sponsor for my cornhole tournament. What do you got? I need some connections. What do you need a sponsor? I need a sponsor. Well, why don't you have Casamigo sponsor it? Yeah. Perfect. I mean, I prefer nineteen forty two myself. Uh, little Don Julio. But yeah, have them sponsor it, mm. or have Bath Fitter sponsor. Oh, Bath Fitter, Jerry. Yeah. There bath you go. <laughs> Seems like everyone's got a Bath Fitter these we days. We do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. I've had a couple of them. Let me ask you this one final question. Yeah. Uh, of your time uh, of the Boomer and Carton show. Yes. Jerry's uh, cash, cash, give me cash. Would you say that was his greatest breakdown or one of the best breakdowns of the show? I mean. Like a mental breakdown <laughs> on the program? Top five. Because a couple of things that, first of all, it was, do you know that was in the 630 update? So it's not even like it, it built over time. He just woke up pissed. Well, he no. didn't like that you. You, you, you me. Do you remember the one it was? Uh, no. Was, so you had found all of these like um, gift cards in your office, right? Like American Express gift <laughs> oh, cards wasn't or something. I, like... And you were gonna have us earn, <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry wasn't having any of it. Like if you do a good update, I'll, like, <laughs> yes. I'll give you. <laughs> so then Jerry was annoyed because you're like, oh, I guess you. I felt like a seal. Yeah, you felt <laughs> like a seal. So, fish. So he was, but he was doing the weaving like a seal. Cash, cash, give me cash. And then you guys must have been having a previous argument about Russell Westbrook and whether he was MVP worthy or you thought he was MVP worthy. Right. So, so was every day with this so guy. Jerry was doing, oh, I love World <laughs> It was a complete mental breakdown at 6.30. It was so Time great. snap. That was one of my favorite yeah, moments. Understand. I hold my for the last twelve years. I have held my tongue so many times because it's not my place. It's not my show. In know, what way? I know my room. What do you mean? Hold your tongue. There are certain times you just you don't. It's it's Boomer and Carton. It's Boomer and Geo. I'm just. 
Like so they you, say like something you, you something want to wrong or something. You respect them, and you're not going to make them look foolish. And also, you don't factually have the wrong. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, you don't, you don't more do so that in to the them. last three years than the ten before, though, right? <laughs> so you were holding that all in, and then he, there's a lot of things. Sure, Craig wanted you to work for there's uh, an incentive gift card, <laughs> Visa gift cards, or something. And sometimes enough's enough. Uh, the good old days, we call those. That did was... I give you any gift cards, or did you? I don't know if he accepted it. He I, I may not have. I know I gave them to Bob. To Bob. I, I know I got gift cards because I ended up getting. I remember I bought a, a mini Mac computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave you gave me American Express when I gave it right to Bob. Well, you, I don't think you were with us, Jerry. You, if you were, I apologize. Oh my god! I, I was telling Stuart the other day when we went up to Mohegan Sun once, and I brought you guys with me. I think we went on a, a helicopter, and unbeknownst to me, you uh, they like you're know, like, hey, here's your black card, here's your whatever card, your players club mm-hmm. card. I never got him at any casino I ever played at because I was gambling so much. And that's yeah. not why I was there to want like the free shirt, right? And I'll never forget. I went in there once and like, hey, listen, yo, if you go to Brookstone, it's one for one. Every point you have is worth a dollar. You were you with us? No, with us? it was Bob. Eddie was I know, with us. Eddie I know Eddie and was. Bobby it was just those two. So you guys didn't. Neither we one did, of you came. No, oh, no. I was trying to remember if everyone. But came. I heard. I remember they had told me this so, story. So, so you know, I'm obviously gambling. <laughs> And at some point, we got to get back in the helicopter to come back. And I'll never forget, they're like, Craig, you have, like, a lot of points. And I go, I don't even have a card. They're like, no, you do. You, we, you get rated every time you play. I go, all right, let's get a card. <laughs> so I get the card, right? I go, we go into Brookstone. And the girl goes, you need a card. I go get the card. They, uh, they activate it. I come back, and I give it to the girl. And she goes, it's a dollar for every point, one-to-one, anything you want. I go, well, how many points do I have? She goes, I'll never forget the look on her, like your jaw drops. She goes, oh, my God. You have 62,000 points. So I told the guys, get whatever you want. So I remember Bobby a shopping spree. He came home with a drone, a remote control car. That sounds about but right. But I'll never forget, so. I got like the four thousand dollar yo massage chair. <laughs> you know, delivered to my house, right? But those guys got all this like electronic yeah. stuff, like barbecue stuff yeah, yeah, and yeah. drinking stuff. But I'll never forget, we had a tough time getting it on the helicopter. <laughs> it was too heavy. No, it's just there's no space. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you have to say no to. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, but I forgot. I didn't know if you guys were on yeah, that no, trip. We were on I that was one. not. That yeah. was when uh, they went with you to taste the new food. Correct. We went to Mohegan Sun. We were opening up a boomerang cart right. and grill there. Yeah. And we were doing a taste test. Right. Except you weren't. Which was there. just an excuse for me to go gamble. <laughs> right. Really. And they were, That's all that trip was. So when is uh, Craig coming down? Yeah. Well, because un- I didn't realize that they have a private room there that no one knows about to gamble in. So they're like, I never wanted people but to watch I was me with gamble. You, I believe. You were probably there once. Yeah. yeah. I, that was a bad trip. That was bad. That was really bad. Yeah. yeah that wasn't yeah. good. I think I lost a million dollars on that trip. Uh, not quite, yeah. but you were close. Pretty close. It was yeah. getting there. Yeah. That was the one you... <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Is that the one your banker came with you? My banker. <laughs> <laughs> this guy turned pale <laughs> when he started seeing you gamble. He's traveling with a banker? Uh, yes. No, no. There's, I, I never had a banker. You had a personal <laughs> my, banker finance guy. My, well, I, I had a finance guy who never came with me. There might have been a guy who worked at Citibank. Yes, that was him. Yes, yes. It was the three of us. And what I learned through that is you can convince the bank to do just about anything you want. I'm sure. I remember getting in the helicopter. We were the first to win. He looked at me and goes, 
this normal? <laughs> Jerry, this is my banker. Uh, my personal banker's here to watch me lose a million dollars. Yeah, that yeah. is smart. That was a rough day. The worst trip ever for me, though, was I've told the story before. The most successful place I ever gambled at was Hollywood Hard Rock in Florida. And I went down there. Someone had given me a, a loan, a half-million-dollar loan to gamble. And I go in there, and in the first 18 hours, I was up $1.5 million. Jeez. Up. I got to give him 550 back. He got 10% back. So if I, I'm done. I'm up a million five. But the compulsion to gamble, unfortunately, was so strong. Well, a million five, let's make that two. Let's get it to three. Because I'd won that much before. And I'll never forget, 24 hours later, I walked out with nothing. Oh, my God. And this, like the VP of, the, of Hollywood Hard Rock came up to me and he goes, I've been in this business for 30 years. I've never seen someone spend that amount of time on property gambling. I'm like, oh, great, I win. Appreciate that. I win. I'm literally the biggest loser you've ever had. In a business of losers, I'm your guy. Yeah. That's a rough one. So I basically lost $2 million in 24 hours. Yeah. Which is why I tell people don't chase bad bets. If you lose, you lose, move on. And not a joke. It's a good thing you still have your limbs. Yeah, well, I never got to that place. I never, thankfully, I would have gone to that place for sure. I never went to really bad people to borrow. Not that I, they weren't good people, but I never, you know, ha, had I not stopped, I own the fact that I was progressing to a place where I would have had one night where I just lost everywhere, because that does happen, where I would have gone to really bad people to borrow money. Right. And then I would have put myself in harm's way. Thankfully, I never got to that level, but the people I borrowed money from weren't good people. Right, sure. But they were people I needed to fund what I was trying to do. Yep. But yeah, so I, so there's no one out there trying to you know hurt me, you know. So I'm grateful for that. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Great. Right on a high note. Yeah. So. <laughs> Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Siri, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Good morning to you, the Eddie Scazzeri. What is up? Across from me, the handsome man himself. His name is Al Julio Dukes. What's up, dude? Good morning, Jerry. I'm uh, seeing uh, stuff about the Giants and head coaches and GMs. And uh, the reality is, other than uh, Jim Harbaugh, there's no one really interesting out there. No one excites you, I would think. No one is exciting. There's no buzz for any of these other guys. And so I don't know what people, because I hear people bring up Dan Quinn and then other names come up and then people get mad at that where they're like, Dan Quinn sucks. I don't want, who do you want? Well, that was Sal. Sal does not like Dan Quinn. Sal doesn't like no, that. Dan, I heard him not. screaming at somebody. He was, yes. Another guy was a moron this morning. Yes, a we'll lot of morons. We'll get to that probably seven thirty. All right, play some uh, uh, Sal yelling at morons. Probably so. Yes. All right. I would say so. Well, it's like, not a great year for coach. I agree with you. Yeah. 
Because every year, a bunch of dudes get tossed, right? On uh, They call it Black Monday, where everybody loses their jobs. Yeah. And there's just not enough interesting people to go around. Not right now, there's not. The cycle is not great. And you know what also sucks? I blame TV networks as well. We take guys that have some sort of personality as a head coach, and then we we lure them away to a media job. Bill Cower. Are you sick of working 24 hours a day? What if you worked one hour a week? (laughs) Yeah, like Bill Cower. Steve Mariucci went to TV, never went back. Mariucci. Yeah. Rex Ryan. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Dave, well, not that he's a sexy name, but Dave Wonstadt has settled in at Fox. Right. Yeah. Then you even had, before John Gruden went back to coaching and uh, found uh, all his uh, crazy emails, he was a guy who was a young Coach yep. who was like, I'll go to Monday Night Football. And think about what it took to get him away from Monday Night Football. Millions. $10 million a year from the Raiders. $10 million. I think that was the deal, yeah. They shouldn't allow the TV networks. How about this? Hire broadcasters and former players. We don't need the You could co- definitely do that. Stop hiring coaches. Yeah. Because we need real personality coaches in the NFL. Is it true that CBS hired Joe Judge? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Because here's an article I read the other day. They go, oh TV boy. Network's looking at uh, the the Rams head coach. Sean McVay? Yeah. He's like 28. Right? <laughs> Don't lure Sean, Sean McVay away. Yeah. Well, you know what? They've got a job to do, too, and that's to get the best people in front of your eyeball. Broadcasters. We got all these people going to Syracuse and How about Rex Ryan? Rex Ryan doesn't get a look anymore. That's what I'm saying. Not that I don't want anybody to be interested, which I'd I don't understand why not. Why not? I don't know. Especially if you need, if, you've, if you're a franchise that is just boring everyone to tears and just sucking, you don't want to bring Rex Ryan in to shake some things up? I agree. It makes it interesting, for but sure. But Rex Ryan is living it up, getting paid. Uh, relaxing, yeah. getting to yell at people. Makes without, headlines a lot. Makes headlines. You get to yell at people and not have to prove yourself anymore. Yeah. Sucks. That said, go find a good guy to coach your team. Like, you don't need to be. That's the one thing. Was Zach Taylor a sexy no, name in Cincinnati? Right. Just go out and do the job. But I guess my point is, like, callers to sports radio hate everybody you bring up. Yeah. Because in a lot of cases. they're not, you don't see them as, being a winner. Well, in a lot of cases, they're retreads, too. Right. Right. Like, we don't want retreads that failed. And then if it's a new guys, we go, well, what is his uh, qualification? But even, all right, but even how about a retread that didn't fail? Who you? Who are we talking about? Doug Peterson. Yeah, like Does people that are, excite the giant no. fan base? I would say no. I don't know what is his deal. I don't either. Because but, he won in Philly, which is almost impossible. But people treat that like it was some sort of Nick Foles fluke. They do. I, I don't Which, disagree with you. The win could have been a fluke, but he got them to the and Super Bowl. And Carson Wentz was on an MVP path. Yeah. So that team was ready to win, and they were a great team for sure. But I, for some reason, I just doesn't – I don't know. Right. No one's in – It's not a sexy name. It's not a sexy name. But I'll no give you one. Name. I'll give you a sexy name. Pete Carroll. Sexy. Now, that would that, be exciting if they could get Pete Carroll out of Seattle. Sean Payton out of New Orleans, sexy name. So that's funny they say that because I was trying to remember, and those are the two names. The article I saw, which the broadcast networks are trying to lure coaches to TV, it was Sean McVay, Pete Carroll, and uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. 
Sorry, you take those three guys out of the NFL. You're taking personality away I'm from the NFL. No, you're not. Yes, I You'll am. You'll be part of the other 50 million every other playoff weekend. <laughs> Boycott yeah. nothing. Not only that, so then the other thing, you know, we talk about, I don't even put them on the show sheet, Jerry, uh, in my show sheet prep. The Nets? Well, the Nets never make my list. Actually, they have begun they have. to make the list. They have. I even put on what when they next play. I see I that. I put that on my list, and then if there's any controversy with uh, Kyrie. Sure. Or KD or, uh, or the, James Harden. the beard, yeah. then they go on the list. Right. But these hearing Giants fans call a fan all day about potential GM candidates, you don't know a single one of these guys. No, I think what you do want, though, is what? you want to find a guy that comes from a system that he had a, he put his imprint on. So, like, the guy in San Francisco, I don't know his name, but he's interviewing for a second time with the Giants today. The Niners are a team that have drafted really well. What have the Giants not really done drafted under Dave well. Gettleman? Yeah, I mean, they, they would say he is not. They, they have not done a great job drafting. Some players have hit, but for the most part, they have not done a great job with the draft. So I think, and I agree, no one knows who these guys are, but I do think you kind of look into a guy, where he comes from, and how they built their team. And so the guy from San Francisco, the director of player personnel, you think he had a huge part in what they have done through the draft, and you say, this guy knows what the hell he's doing. I'm in. All right, I could see that. But I think there are several guys, like the guy, what's his name, Shane, the guy in Buffalo, the guy Poles from Kansas City. You're talking about guys from winning programs that have drafted and built the team the right way. I, but to be excited about it until they hire them, eh. Right. Doesn't mean anything. What to you got to do when when uh, we when these articles are written about it go like this: the Giants are interviewing Joe Schmo from the Bills. He drafted. You're right. Josh Allen, OJ Simpson. Well, no, Jim I don't Kelly, know. I, I don't know about OJ Simpson. He was a long time ago. Andre Reed. Again, that's that's a while back. Probably not saying, that guy. These at least it'd be like, oh, he saw something in these guys. You know what they should also put in. The Giants have not scheduled any interviews with John Idzik. <laughs> Good news, Giants fans. John Idzik will not be here. Like Mike Tannenbaum, there's another one. They put him on TV. Yes. Like, no other jobs for him. I know he went to Miami for a while, but he maybe he doesn't want a job. No. It's too cushy. Right. No one wants to go back and fail. Yeah, well, they're used to they live a life of failure. So once they get to this beautiful job where they get paid handsomely, and there's no pressure and no one's screaming at them, why would you go back? You think Bill Cower wants to go back I don't. to 15-hour days no. and going 3-14 and 14 his first year I back? I think if it was no. five, six, seven years ago and he was that much you know, that much younger, because Bill Cower's got to be in his 60s, yes? I would think so. I would think if Bill Cower was still in his 50s and was going to be offered 9 or $10 million a year, maybe. At this point, I doubt it. Right. I don't He's think so. He's got the money? Yeah, I just don't, I don't see it. What if we did this, at least? Tell the TV networks not to pay these guys a lot of money. Well, I don't know what they make. Do you have any idea? Um, like, Bill Cowher can still make more money coaching than he than he right. is doing on CBS. But, but he's uh, going to work a hell of a lot more. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. No question. But I don't think... What do I like think it, Bill Cowher's making? Let's try to guess. I would say... I, I don't know. What do if, you think Bill Cowher makes... A year for doing the NFL well, what today. What does he do? Does just he Google just it. 20 weeks? Yeah. Does he do anything else for CBS? Nope. I'm going to say he makes $2 uh, million. It, dollars. Is it fair to say he makes a million dollars? I'm going to say $2 million. For $100,000 a day? Yes. That's what Damn, I'm saying. Damn. That's pretty good. That's what I'm guessing. 
All right, so... I don't get to see the payroll, unfortunately. I've asked. They will not open the books for me. So the question then would be, do you want to make $10 million a year? Because he could probably get that. That's a Now, Same with when is enough enough? Right, right. Well, this is the problem. They're like me. They're comfortable where they are and don't want to improve. <laughs> don't need to change. Right. You've got your cushy 401k. You're ready to rock. The point is don't give these guys the TV jobs in the first place so that they don't know if you don't like if you don't know what you're missing you'll stay coaching which is what we need yeah well here's the good news everybody can't be on tv <laughs> i don't know jerry there's so many there podcasts and them. tv shows and uh, talking shows and every show i put on tv that sports so that has 19 guys talking there are a lot of guys most of them have five people five people yeah i mean if you think about cbs you got Nate you got Sims, you got Boomer, you got Cower, and JB. It's five guys. Yeah. On Fox, you've got Howie Long, Jimmy Johnson, Michael Strahan. You've got Kurt Menefee and someone else. I forget who. And Terry, Terry Bradshaw, five guys. On the early show, you got Carissa Thompson, Dave Wanstat, Michael Vick. I don't know who else, but there might be one or two more. ESPN's got nine. I mean, ESPN's got their own roster right. of people. It is wild. It's too many people. It is a lot of people. We need coaches. You know who never went to TV? Who? Ray Hanley. <laughs> right. But nowadays, <laughs> if Ray Hanley was coaching today, he'd be like, we got to get Ray Hanley. Not if he only lasted a year or two and then got kicked to the curb. The like, net- Pat Shermer's not getting a job on TV anytime soon. <laughs> the networks love to grab a coach with a personality yeah. and any retiring quarterback. Or a successful coach. Remember when they tried, talk about a retiring quarterback, it doesn't always work. Remember Joe Montana on TV? Yes. Oof. Remember Jason <laughs> Witten on TV? Yeah. Oof, oof. Eba flu, Eba Kim. <laughs> Eba, Uba, Uba Kim. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Joe Montana stunk. He was a stiff. Yes, stiff. Like And Brett Favre wasn't great. Nope. He did a Now, Favre stiff. does do a radio show on Sirius. Every, if it's every day or it's every other, I forget. But Brett Favre does do a radio show. Does he do a radio show or does someone ask him questions about football? It's the Brett Favre show. <laughs> Hosted by someone else as right. he's somewhere in Mississippi on an right. ISDN line. Yeah, it's terrible. But, but he still has a has a media job. Yeah. But he's not I on guess. TV. It's, he's it's probably a, terrible. He's a very low-profile media job. Sirius XM NFL channels, low-profile. I guess. Rich Gannon's made a career over there. Well, a lot of guys make careers on low-profile jobs. Look at uh, the CBS Sports Network. What? <laughs> it's CBS Sports Network. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's not helping us get on from five to six, Al. Shut up. <laughs> Stop talking. That's a perfect spot for us. Low profile. Oh, man. You're terrible. I'm just saying, these guys, like, let's go. We we need you back coaching. We've got no coaching candidates. Well, I mean, it's Come also on. gotten very young. I mean, that's the other thing. Right. You know. Too many young guys. Dan Campbell's a young man. Sean McVay's a young man. Yeah. McDermott's younger. Kingsbury's young. Kingsbury, yeah. You know, Kyle Shanahan. Vrabel. If Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore was just on the Cowboys roster as a quarterback just <laughs> yeah. a few years ago, he might get a head coaching job. Right. So who knows? I know, Jerry, and I know we need we need personalities. A personnel. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't know what kind Bill of personality Coward you're going to get. Fired. I want Rex Ryan fired. And rehired in the NFL. Rehired like as head coach. I, I would like to see Rex back in the Me league. Me too. Just he was fun. Who can we put him on? Who needs a coach that Rex Ryan would fit perfect? Cowboys. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see Rex. How about Rex in Cleveland? Eh. Yeah, the problem is it's Cleveland. Right. 
They're not going to win anyway. How about Rex in Miami living it up? Rex in Miami would be interesting. Sexy since he, Yeah, since he was in Buffalo, it didn't work out well. He had a good run with the Jets. Now you put him in Miami with an up-and-coming team, and he's got all that bravado. That would be fun. Right, but that, but the problem with Rex in the AFC East is he's got to still face Belichick twice a year. Yeah, but Belichick's team's not the same, yeah. and the Dolphins do well against the Patriots. That's true. And always really have. So, I don't know. I would love to. That would be good. But his name doesn't even get mentioned. No. So it's not happening. Because he's living it up. I know. He's living it up. Do you think his agent even makes phone calls anymore? No. Or do you think that that door has been shut? I think the agent talks to Rex, and Rex is like, this is perfect for me. I'm relaxed. My family says they like like me around the house. I'm not miserable. You might be very right about that. I'm not kicking the dog. Not that Rex kicked his dog. And coaching is a very difficult. I mean, you are, I hate to say it, but it is true. Unless you're Belichick. You are hired to get fired at some point. Yeah. You know, not many guys. What do you, What would you say? And I don't even know. I have to look this up. Maybe I'll do it during the break. What would you say the average length of service with one NFL team is for a head coach? Average? Not the lifespan of a coach because yeah. that could be several teams. I bet it's two to three you think, years. I was going to say three to four years. Right. You have guys like Belichick, Tomlin, who throw off the Yeah, that's system. true. A guy like Jason Garrett, coached for 10 years in yeah. Dallas. That's true. But, but a that's lot not of guys normal, though. Go one year. Balance that right out. So, all right, so you might get a good number. I'm going to say 3.8 years. I'm going to check this during I'm the break, see if I can find it. You think it's in the five twos. years, yeah. And the average length of an NFL career for a player, I think, is less than four years, too. Yeah. Now, Tom Brady throws that out of whack right, as well. A couple guys will throw it out of whack. All right, I'm going to do that. We're going to take a break. You're going to Google it, Jerry? I am going to I am going to Google that. We're also going to play oh. 1980s rocker or Super Bowl era playoff quarterback. 1980s rocker. Now, the year is 1989. For rockers? For rockers. And then any quarterback. From playoff the, quarterback. Playoff quarterback from the Super Bowl era. Correct. Mm, interesting. Okay. I dug deep on this one. I'm going to crush this one. And they were starting quarterbacks in the playoffs. Wow. Oh, I got this. No problem. We will see. <laughs> All of that coming up next. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. People shovel in the streets. Uh, it is Neil Young. I'm joking. Uh, 522. It is great to have you with us on this Thursday. I found three articles as we rock in a free world. I found three articles about the length of a head coach in the NFL. One said approximately 37 months, which is three years and a month. And then there were two others. One said 3.66 years. And then another one said, if you were a Super Bowl, if you have a Super Bowl appearance to your credit, 4.06 years. Wow. So it's basically between three and four years is the average lifespan of a head coach with one team. It's not a long time. It is not a long time. And those numbers, again, are skewed because of someone like Bill Belichick and a couple of Andy Reid has been in a couple of stops now for a long time. But then you got these other guys, David Culley, one year, see ya. 
you but, know. You know, you mentioned earlier why is so and so not getting look like you mentioned Jason Garrett. Like, why is he not? His name. Well, he's the clapper. There. I think he's got that reputation. What does that mean? You never saw the Jason Garrett meme. No. Or as Jim Nance would say, Mimi. Uh, <laughs> that he always claps after no matter what happens on the field. He's always clapping right in the face of his guys. Like, hey, way to go, good job. Doesn't matter what happens. He's always clapping. And so the Cowboy beat reporters, and in a lot of cases on an NFL Sunday, you'll see in a lot of places the clapper. The clapper? So yes. the clapper's not liked, getting another I, shot? And I always said, I like Jason Garrett as a head guy. I really did. I know they came up lame in some spots for sure, but I did. I like Jason Garrett as head coach. Right. You think Wade Phillips has done as head coach? He's got to be, what, in the 70s, doesn't he? Yeah. That's yeah, probably over. I don't even hear his name. Oh, he's either. been a coordinator. I don't know where he is now, but up until enjoying, a couple years ago. Enjoying himself being a coordinator. No, Not as much pressure. CNN as hired him, coach. I heard. He's going to be doing uh, sports on CNN for a couple of All right, are you ready for this? Yes, I am, All Jerry. Right, it's Thursday. I don't remember it every week, but Al did remind me out the door yesterday, and so I went to work on it. Today I present to you, as we go into the musical mind of Al Dukes and this ridiculous sports knowledge pre-1990. <laughs> That's right. Today we call it 1980s rocker or a Super Bowl era playoff quarterback. Are you ready, Aldo? I am. All right. The year is 1989 for the rocker. The playoff quarterback could be anywhere from the late 60s to now. Name number right. one. Let me fade this out so I can. Uh, Don't fade it out. out just there. make it low. Because I like it. Sounds good. Okay. Name number one. Name number one. Name number one. Mm-hmm. His name. Virgil Carter. Virgil Carter. That's a Virgil good one. Carter. I'm going to say Virgil Carter is a rocker. For what band? Living Color. Yeah, well, he's not a rocker, oh. and he was not Living Color. He was the starting quarterback for the 1970 Bengals when they lost <laughs> to the Colts in the playoffs 17-0. Well, he clearly stinks on ice. <laughs> So you are 0 for 1, oh, sir. that stinks. All right. Name, How many names do I get? Well, you get eight. I get eight. Okay, 0 for 1. I and it could be showing. usually, I, I usually go 4 and 4 or 5 and 3. Yeah. As I will tell you that. Okay. Name number two. Name number two. Is this a 1989 rocker or a Super Bowl era playoff quarterback? David Lovering. Wow, these are tough here. Yeah, well, we've stepped up our game because you humiliated me for a couple months. I'm going to say David Lovering was a uh, a quarterback. You were over two, sir. Wrong, wrong, (laughs) wrong. (laughs) He was the drummer for the Pixies. Mm, Okay. I told you, we're going deep here. That is deep. (laughs) All right, name number three. Come on. Matt Cameron. Wow. (laughs) Matt Cameron. (laughs) That sounds like a backup quarterback. I'm going to say he's a quarterback. You are over three, sir. <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong. So I've got to get the next five, five to win. right in order yes. to win. He was a drummer for Soundgarden in 1989. Wow. They sound like quarterback names. I, I don't disagree with you. What happened to rockers having <laughs> kick-ass names? Well, and that's why I picked Virgil Carter, because I thought that was a cool name that, that sounded one. like a guitarist. Yeah, Virgil. All right, name number four, Bill Munson. Bill Munson? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I know you're trying to <laughs> feel, trick me I feel on powerful somebody. today. Finally. Bill Munson, I'm going to say, is a rocker. Bill Munson, uh, wrong, <laughs> <laughs> was a quarterback. I can't even get these 50 <laughs> Wrong, wrong. You are over for four. Wrong. The 1970 for? Lions. Ugh. How about they this? They were in the playoffs? They lost in the playoffs to the Cowboys. 5 nothing. 
<laughs> the Cowboys kicked a field goal oh, in the first sucks. quarter and then has safety in the fourth quarter. So that was that. All right, name number five. You are, you need the na- the last four to break yeah. even. Jim Hart. Oh, he was the quarterback for the then St. Louis Look Cardinals. Look at you. Yes. War number 17. When they lost to the That's Vikings right. in the that playoffs, 30-14 in 1974. That's right, Jerry. That's, That's right, the Jerry. year that I picked. Jim Hart. You, sir, are one for four. So Come you, on. You still got uh, time here. Bill Nelson. Very generic name. Bill Nelson. Very generic name. I'm going to say Bill Nelson was a quarterback as well. He was a quarterback. Ooh. You got half a point. Now, can you tell me That's either right. the year or the team? I'm not going to give you the year, but Bill Nelson, Browns. Yes. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> That's, That's right, Jerry. Now, That's they right, beat Jerry. the Cowboys in the playoffs and then lost to the Vikings. How did they I beat the that? Cowboys in the playoffs? Hell if I know. Well, you had that whole AFC-NFC merger, and I don't know. It was whatever. a weird situation. So, I Bill guess. Nelson, right. 1969 Cleveland. You're 2-4 and four now. I hit 2 you in a row. You got a shot. You got a shot. Come on. Name number seven, Jay Bentley. Jay Bentley. I'm going to say Jay, Jay Bentley was also a quarterback. Oh, no, sir. Oh, come on. Wrong. Wrong. for bad Wrong. religion. Loser, 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 and the triple. Last name for you. I kind of go, I'm not sure if this is an easy one for you or one that will slip through the cracks based on your knowledge of music and Mm. odd sports prior to 1990. I'll give you this name, though. John Frusciante. He is a rocker. He is. From where? I'm trying to think because I do know the name. You should know the name. Toto. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ah, right. <laughs> Guitarist. <laughs> so oh, you wound God. up going. So I'll give you three and a half out of eight yeah, today. Yeah, not you good. You lost. That was not good. But Loser. Not, but you know what that was? That was challenging. Today. The only one I felt fully confident in was which, Jim Hart. Which you knew. And you knew, yeah. the, you knew the team and everything. I knew his number. He wore number 17. I will tell you, I did not know a Virgil Carter or Bill Munson oh. or Jim Hart or Bill Nelson. Oh. That's why I thought those were pretty good. Oh. So I fight a win for me. Finally. All right. Good job by you, Jerry. There I you see uh, Bruce Arians has been fined $50,000. For slapping Buck safety Andrew Adams in the head and trying to throw a macho man Randy Savage elbow at him. Yes. Now, he's, and he's appealing. Uh, which is hilarious because there couldn't be more crystal clear video <laughs> evidence of him slapping the guy in the head. Like, well, how do you appeal that? I don't know. You can't say I didn't hit him in the head. You get, What are you going to go with the defense that I was just mad at him? <laughs> that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But it was interesting because uh, Adam Schefter put out the video yesterday, and, yeah. I, and I quote tweeted it and said, if only there was video evidence because, you know, he was appealing. I just <laughs> yes. found that funny. Right. It was really a lot of people responding to me thinking that what he did was no big deal. And I guess I could see it both ways. He's open hand slapping a guy with a helmet on. Big deal. Yeah. But you also can't run out onto the field and smack a player, no, even re- if it doesn't hurt. I know that times have changed. Yeah. But the idea of going onto the field to punch a guy in the head <laughs> in a day and age of concussions is not smart. Yeah, but, yeah. It's I, just not smart. Yeah. I mean, listen, there are guys that have gotten concussions from from less contact. That's you don't true. know what what has transpired in that game, how many hits that kid has taken, who knows? Maybe that could be the. La- it's just stupid. You he, want to you want to shove him in the shoulder? I don't love that either. But 
makes more sense. He also tried to do a flying elbow to the head, which he whiffed, kind of whiffed on yeah, after leg the was bad. smack. I still don't understand Bruce Arians' very brief explanation that he was trying to get him to stop pulling people off the pile. Well, I think there was a play prior to that. Okay. And I think that's what he meant, but I don't know because at that time, the player was just standing there. Yeah, yes. Like, I could see if he was going walk going over to the pile to pull someone off and he smacked them in the head. He's like, dude, get out. Right. But he's that's... just standing there and all of a sudden he gets a Macho Man Savage flying elbow. So he'll appeal it. I would think that appeal appeal will be denied. Please write your check out to the NFL. Thank you very much. What in when I imagine when you appeal something, you have to give a reason. What is well, his yeah. reason going to be? He's going to tell you that. What? He's going to say he was trying to avoid a penalty and He's trying to say, knock some sense into his player. Plus, I missed with the flying elbow off the there was off intent, the ropes, but there was intent. Yeah, there was intent. It definitely was. It's not smart. It really wasn't smart. You know, somebody think Bruce Aaron's losing his mind. Yeah, he's a little... Uh, he's out there. He's out there. Always has been. And he's the only coach that wears that that uh, the, audio piece on his chest where yeah. his heart is. He looks like a Star Wars character. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Why does he wear it like that? I don't know. I have no idea. Once you get him on, let's find Plus, out. Plus, he's like limping all around. He's got to get uh, some sort of uh, surgery on an ACL or something he tore. Bruce Arians and his ACL yeah, surgery? Something, he, something in his leg. He ripped one either his knee or his Why? ankle. You know what, though? You really want to go under the knife? He'll be fine. He's not running around. Exactly. Do you think he's jogging? No. He's fine. <laughs> you don't think he's got an off-season jogging I, program? No, I don't. Although, based on what you tell me joggers look like, he could be a jogger. Yeah. <laughs> joggers are heavy. But not all of them. Not all of them. A lot of them. You can go to the New York City Marathon where you have to run 26 miles. Yeah. And there will be a lot of overweight people. What would it take for you that to complete run? it. Have you ever thought about how no. far 26 miles I have. is? I have. I would never in a million years do that. No chance. No chance. I don't do 5Ks anymore. Which is what, three miles? Yeah, like three Why don't we just something. call it three miles? I don't Why do know. we got to call it a 5K and confuse everybody? Makes it seem like you're running five miles. You're not. Yeah, because one other time I signed up for a charity. It was five miles, and I thought it was 5K. <laughs> five miles. So you walked it. Yeah, and yeah. complained the entire time. I don't blame you. Why would you sign up for it? I don't know. Was that seven months in advance? Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> Your girlfriend rope you into that? Yeah. Gina's now, like, would you like to do this, this for charity? It's for only January now. It's going to be in November. Uh, yeah. I guess so. Like, what yeah, the hell? sure. That's never coming. Right. You think the end of the world is going to happen yeah. before you got to that point? That's never. We're never going to get to. Like, especially now, I'll sign up for all. I'll agree to things in the summer. So I'm like, the summer? It's so far away. It's so far away. I'm going to be so happy in the summer. That's that true. The sun's out. But no, well, that won't change. That is something that I find interesting, too. A lot of people lately, mostly friends I'm talking about, are very depressed with the weather. Yeah. And I think the pandemic has a lot to do with it, too, because we're not fully out of that clearly. And these last couple of months have been a little difficult. And though every day, it's now yesterday was nice, so maybe the wrong day for this, but it's not going to be today. It's just so many days are gray and rainy, and it's just like, come on. And we still have all of February. We're not even close. Sucks. And March. And March. March stinks, too. Right. And we're not out of January yet. March is tricky. Stinks. I agree. Because you expect February to be garbage. At least March has hope. Right. March really does have April hope. April has hope. Mm, March has hope. You can get a warm March. You can. 
Hope of an a hope, hope of springs s- eternal. Yeah, that was what I was you were struggling trying to there. Think of. Yeah. <laughs> hope springs eternal. Exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> you got to take a break. I mean, we. I mean, okay. I don't have to if you don't want to. On the other side of the break, Jerry, I have one, two, three, four different sports media stories I would like to. Oh, cover those are gonna be licks you. of a lot of Tootsie Roll. No, is that one, two, three? three. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. 25 and we're so stupid. 25 in front of six. Warm up show till six. Boomer and Geo at the top on the fan. Don't go away. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This wasp. (laughs) I've not heard that band name in 25 years. It well, is not Wasp. You can tell I was Googling 1980 rock bands this morning. <laughs> Who is this? This is a Motley Crue. Oh. Girl, don't go away, man. By the way. Just go away. So I watched, this is another one of these bands. I watched on one of these music channels, their finale, the last ever concert. And they were emotional. Yeah. Like, it was pretty wild to see. And I'm looking yesterday, they'll be on tour this summer. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. They just rock till they die. I told you, I went to the final Who tour in, in 1989. In 89. I know, I it's know. 2022, they're still... I know. I even have, a, I used to record concerts on cassette. Sure. And in 1989, the final Who show was in Dallas, Texas, and it was carried by Westwood One. Wow. And it was either on WNEW, I think it was on WNEW. You probably thought, let me tape this for I, exactly. all time. And I, and I taped at the beginning where they where the announcer was on from Westwood One to introduce the, what you were listening to. And he goes, and now, the, fu- the Who, their final performance in America. And then the Who hit the stage. Right. I was like, wow, I've got the final performance. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't realize I the final performance before their next fourteen hundred performances. Oh my gosh! Right, how many shows have they played? I don't know since that final performance so in Dallas, Texas. You're talking Texas. thirty years. A so year. even if they did just even if they did just twenty a year, that's six hundred more shows. Yes, he's like uh, Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend and John and Twistle are making their way behind me, and here we go for the final time in America. <laughs> the Who until nineteen ninety one. And then Jerry, what a powerful one-two-three punch uh, for this final show. The first few songs, yeah. He went can't explain into substitute into I can see for miles. It was awesome. It's pretty good. They give you a new song then for four to put <laughs> no, everybody to this sleep. Though no, they weren't putting out with new songs <laughs> back then, Jerry. You didn't have to worry about that. I do have uh, four stories here that involve sports media, which Ooh. I which I love talking about. Is this about Andrew Marshawn promoting his podcast? Again? No, but I'm about to unfollow him on Twitter. <laughs> Because all he does is promote his John Hour and Hour uh, Land or whatever that guy's name is podcast, and that right. guy's got some crazy hair going on. He does John Hour Hour and is okay. his name Hour and? I honestly have no idea. To me, it's the Marshan podcast. Yeah, I don't it's, know. Uh, it's, come on. Uh, so number one, uh, forty-one million people watched uh, Cowboys Niners, which is uh, at first I would thought, oh, this is the most watched 
Yeah, since 2015. That's not that long ago, 2015. No, it's not. But they said it peaked at 50 million people. Now, the Super Bowl will do how many people? Uh, that's a good question. I, I, I don't this know. Answer. I, I always feel like it's like 122 million. It might that be. may have been years ago. And the Game 7 of the World Series will do what, 10 million? Uh, maybe. That's amazing. Yeah. Right. That's what although, happens. Although, although Game 7, uh, we've done this before, Game 7 of the Indians and who? Um, and the Cubs did 25 million, I believe. Is that right? It did, yes. I, that I was believe a big so. Indians, uh, which we don't say anymore, Jerry. They're the Guardians. But they were the Indians. And the, the Cubs. Yeah. Which we don't say anymore either. World Series ratings. Go ahead. Uh, so anyway, uh, the game, the Cowboys Niners peaked at 50 million people for the ending of the game. Now, I've been very critical, Jerry, of the Nickelodeon broadcasting. 40 million watch game seven Indians Cubs. All right. Well, that's a lot. That is a hundred percent because I was blown away by this Cowboys number. Yeah. So of the uh, peak 50 million people uh, watching the ending of this game uh, and 41 million averaging throughout the game. Yeah. Uh, Nickelodeon was also part of that number. They they were included in that forty-one million. Yeah. Jerry. they contributed one point three million. It's not bad. I'll no tell you why. That. How many people do you think watch a Nick game on average? Three hundred thousand. Yeah, two hundred thousand people. Same with the Nets. They get they actually have very close to the same viewership ever since Durant came here. It's like two hundred thousand people watch which, a Nick Net game, which is by the way what the the Yankees get, what the Mets get. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I know what you're saying compared to fifty million. Yes. But think about that. On a goofy children's network, 1.3 million people watched it on that? Right, but it, it you got to I looked at it this way. So, I did some math. There's okay. 50 states in the United States. Yeah. If there was a million viewers, that's only 20,000 per state. No, I get it, but I I'm just saying you only get to me, it's not a terrible number. But that's a heavily promoted. Like, CBS goes yes. all out to tell but you about Slime and Nickelodeon but and how awesome it is. Let me ask you this, though. What would you... What could they possibly get? Well, that's what I'm saying. Why are we do? Why do it? I, well, I think just to introduce the younger audience to football. Like for me, if my son was even remotely interested, right, I would have watched this game on Nickelodeon if it would have got him into it. He doesn't care. My, I mean, it's fun. My older son will watch every second of every game, and he will watch Buck and Aikman and Nansen Romo. Like he's not interested in the other stuff. He's 17 for God's sakes. My younger son's 11. Loves playing, loves playing, can't get enough of baseball, can't get enough of basketball, and yet I'm not sure he knows the difference between Michael Jordan and Aaron Judge. He just does not want to watch. He wants to play. He wants to play. Does Doesn't want to watch. He, yeah, and you, and we see, we've seen like pro athletes that don't watch or oh, anything yeah. like that, and you're you're puzzled by it. Well, now I'm, I'm living it. Like I have a son who just doesn't give a damn to watch. The amount of times when we have interviewed current uh, younger NFL players. Yeah. And the conversation Boomer will have with them either before they go on the air or when we go to commercial break. And you know they they have no history of the league, didn't watch growing up, right. don't watch now. We're just very good at it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying my kid's that good. I'm just saying he's the type that will spend literally seven, eight hours outside, and I love that, in the summertime – but if I asked him if he wants to come watch with me on the deck, if I put a TV outside, I got the Mets and Cubs are on. You want to know Jacob DeGrom's pitching? No, I'm good. <laughs> I know, but De- DeGrom's pitching. Great. Can you come throw a wiffle ball to me? Uh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, care. Less than zero interest. Then the uh, Rams-Cardinals game, yeah. which uh, 
was on uh, the Monday night, mm-hmm. and then also had the Manning cast. Okay, the Manning cast only accounted for six percent of all people watching that game. See, to me, as a football fan, I don't understand that more than I don't understand the Nickelodeon thing. Like why someone would watch Manning cast? I, I to me, I find it. I would think it's distracting. You're not really watching the game because you're watching them and their reaction and what they're saying and their interviews. And I'm different. I I'm di- like you're a red red uh, red zone guy. I'm not. I want to watch the football, especially if it's the Cowboys. Here's what I want. I want the room clear. Don't bother me. And I want to watch the game. And the commercials are like, all right, let me. T- t- I can breathe for a couple minutes. I'm not into red zone and all that stuff. And so. T- at least Nickelodeon, they're trying to introduce football to a younger audience. It's goofy. It is what it is. The Manning thing. And if that's all they're getting, like, to me, you got to knock it out of the park to make that make sense. But what's weird is, like, the Mannings don't want to take the risk to actually go do an actual game on, like, the the be the game broadcast. But why is that? Because they've been out there and they have failed and succeeded on the field. Why would they feel, why would they be worried about that? I don't know, but they feel, I feel like they, like, do all these things that are, again, I'll use my term that I like today, low profile. Doing the Manning cast is low, that's a low profile thing they're doing. Eli's got a very popular uh, show on Giants.com. Right, there's another, like, Giants.com, Manning cast, like... Peyton's oh, Place. Peyton's Place on ESPN3. Which gets great plus, reviews. whatever it is. Gets great reviews. Right, so why, why are I they afraid know. to fail? I don't know. And it sounds like a great thing, yet I would not subscribe just for it. I wouldn't. Right. Now, I subscribed for the Beatles thing, and that wound up getting me ESPN Plus, part of my Disney Plus bundle, but I would not subscribe just for them. And that's where you found out about... Octopus's Garden in the shade. Yeah, I forgot that part of the documentary. But then again, I haven't started taking Viagra yet, so. No, for Alzheimer's. Oh, Alzheimer's. For the brain, the blood flow. Even Tiki backed me on that one yesterday. For Alzheimer's? Yes. Said it makes total sense with the blood flow and everything. Really? Yes. Why aren't we all on Viagra? I'm telling you, I think we need, I'm going to ask my doctor about it. I'll let you know what he says. I have my physical next month. Then when you go to the pharmacy, you got to say to the pharmacist, this is for, my, uh, for Alzheimer's. Well, see, here's the problem with it. Right. What if my son finds it? Right. I'm like, no, no, really. It's for my brain. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, Dad, because I only gotta... see these commercials with two people in a tub. Well, the, you get the generic. Kids don't know what the generic is. Mm, I don't know about or something. that. My, my older son's pretty smart. Mm. Uh, oh, here's one. Another story, uh, media-related. Mr. Jim Nance. Yeah. So he's uh, going to call the Farmer's Insurance Open... Nah. That's Tory Pines. That's a Tory Pines. Yeah. Nah. He's going to do it not from Tory Pines, but from the city of the AFC Championship. Fugazi's. Fug- it is Fugazi's. No, but it's not, though, because the way he calls on CBS, no matter where, he's in the tower at 18, and everything's in the headset and off a video monitor because the oh, is course right? is so spread out. The only thing he'll see live in front of him is the 18th green. Really? Yeah. He's not walking around. You have on-course reporters, and then you've got certain commentators at certain holes and tee boxes and stuff like that. He's always in the 18th tee, uh, the uh, 18th green in the uh, mm. whatever the hell it's I called. never considered that, the press so, box area. So the fact that he's not going to be there as opposed to being at 18, not that big a deal. So not for And he's Gazes. so good, it doesn't matter. Mm, hello, friends. Yes. he's uh, That is, I mean, you, whatever. You like him in the NFL, that's fine. 
there is no one that is as good at doing golf as Jim Nance. I don't like these title sponsors. Farmers Insurance. Like Tory Pines. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. That's in San Diego, I think. It right? is gorgeous. Because I passed the, when I was in San Diego a couple years ago for vacation, I went by Tory Pines. A little known fact public course. I could go play that? I think you have to pay for a caddy, and it's cost by 400 or 500 bucks. But yes, you could play Tory Pines, just like you could play Pebble Beach. Why? Because Why they're they... public. But w- they're they, not private courses. Well, wouldn't they make more money being private courses? Get some bougie people in there. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe I don't know. I can't answer that. But I am almost certain that Torrey Pines is a public golf right. course. And my final media yeah. story, Jerry. My fourth and final media story is a new thirty for thirties coming out, which I love the thirty for thirties, mm-hmm. and it's called the Tuck Rule. Oh, it's about the, the Tom Brady Tuck. Okay. And it got a trailer put out yesterday and a release date of uh, February 6th. Now, Tom Brady is in this. Talking oh, yeah, all I would, about it. I would, that doesn't surprise me. Oh, I thought he would have run and hide from this. No, he's he doesn't run and hide from anything. He did a whole documentary on the, the deflating balls. He did? Yes. Where yeah. was that? On Facebook Live? No, that's on ESPN+. <laughs> Plus. The Man in the Arena. I right, watched that's, the one. <laughs> he's another one. I know. But I did watch that. We got to take a break. I did right. watch that. That was a very good episode. I'm interested in this. February 6th. I'm lined up for this. Quick break. Talk we'll come right back. Wrap it up right now. Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on Joel Embiid and his big night. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. Nets did win last night. Rutgers won. St. John's lost. A win for the Rangers and the Devils lost. Ow. Phil on Twitter has a good question, Jerry. What do you think of this? He, you know, we talked about Jim Nance will be calling the, Hello, friends. the, the yeah. thing at, from Torrey Pines. Yeah. He'll be doing it from the championship city in right. the NFL, AFC championship. Someone wants to know if he'll still. Oh. Got you right oh, in your on, sternum. Hold on, my sternum's being attacked. They want to know if Nance will still whisper the call. It's a good question. <laughs> well, if he he's not going to be in the tower above the player's putting, so he won't have to. Maybe he'll yell it. He'll be used to it, though. Right. He's... You think he should get Romo in the booth with him? No. Why not? It's enough. I know, but Romo is a good getting... golfer who could do that with him. They're in the city together. Why not have That's Romo true. in the booth with him? Maybe he will. They will no. be in the... Oh, Jim. Oh. Never know. And Nick Bosa's uh, Bosa's girlfriend, Jerry. Holy moly. Between Nick Bosa's girlfriend, Berrios's girlfriend, and Christian McCaffrey's girlfriend, these pictures, good grief. So she posted a bikini pic, as as Instagram models are to do, and uh, she got bombarded with questions asking about Nick Bosa's injury. Well, yeah. A 49er fan needs to know. Is he playing? (laughs) Is he okay? And gamblers need to know. I like to get her on WAG Wednesdays. Now, this okay. is someone I've heard of. As opposed to the girlfriend that? of the pitcher from the Yankees, Ryan Dull. I don't know who that is. Where that does was that yesterday. Uh, WAG Wednesdays. Yeah, so Carton, usually on Wednesdays. Carton and Roberts program, oh. 5 o'clock Wednesdays. But I don't know who these girls are. Like this, I've, I don't know well, who she is. They had the girlfriend of the Ranger last week. We know who she was. I don't know anybody on Right? Remember, who was that, Boomer? I don't I don't even know what you're talking about. Yes, you about. do. We talked about it. We talked you need, about you that. You need Viagra. I do. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.